Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I got the mouse. I've said we're rolling. You got to just press the iPad, mate. All oh, right, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> always, <laughs> always the same. It's not always the same. Nearly. Too legit to quit, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the preview show, sponsored by Bet365. Daniel Sturridge scored a Champions League goal. Cardiff and Neil Warnock might have a go against Man City. And Wolves are off their old Trafford. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It's football ramble time. You Look. just about squeezed it in. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was Dave. my fault. I pressed the button too early and uh, <laughs> and uh, I got excited by Marcus's uh, mention of an MC Hammer album. There we go. Well done for getting that wreck. Mm. Yeah. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, uh. hey. That's not going to get you excited. Oh, Nothing will. How much of a 90s sound? 1996, I want to say. How much of a 90s sound is that? Hey, hey. Please, Marcus, don't hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> no. My initials, of course, are MC Speller. Exactly. 1992. Was it 92? Yeah, I'd say it was 92. I think 90, yeah. 95 or 6 sounds very late to me. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Hammer yeah. was very much in the early 90s. Yeah. Hammer don't hurt him. Oh, that's, Hammer don't that's hurt glorious. Him. That. I think it was called Please Hammer Don't Hurt Jimmy, you're very quiet. Join in. <laughs> yeah. I've not got much to you add. Got anything <laughs> well, you, you must got... have something. You Jim's got any big in... trousers? Jim's just enjoying the content. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the listeners at home. It could be outside. They could be. Um, but we're all inside and uh, we are we're going to talk about the Premier League and the Champions League. We'll mix it all up together, mm. if you will. Before that, though, we have to mention that at a recent meeting with all the Premier League clubs, there were informal discussions about who could become the next chairman of the Premier League. Yep. Tony Blair was mentioned. And you can't keep a good man down, <laughs> yeah. that's why. And that there's absolutely no way this is happening, but let's not. Let that stop us Jim, imagining it. Before, Jim, mate. let's not, and we, we'll, we'll come on to the wording of that in a minute, but can I please just take this opportunity to put it out there that I saw this story as well, and does anyone here, and if you can already see it, don't give it away, does anyone here know what headline the sun went with here? I no. don't. It's amazing. Go on, go on. The Blair Pitch Project. Oh! <laughs> Excellent. Fair news. I hate that newspaper, but that's fair play. Yeah. Um, and also, can I just say, informal discussion. Yeah, yeah, Someone's yeah. basically just said, oh, I'm seeing, I'm seeing Tony Blair later yeah. <laughs> on the telly. Tony Blair on the telly? <laughs> that counts. seems not to have much on. Yeah, can't, yeah. There can't be many um, chairmen who've had a spitting image doll made of them. Uh-huh. He's, also used, he's also used to sidling up to uh, vicious dictators. Mm. So, where better to extend that <laughs> yeah. than Mr. Mike Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> but he's a big Newcastle fan, isn't he? Oh, it might give Blair, you a little yeah. bit of an advantage, Pete. You happy with that? In the maybe. story I read it, Help maybe. you avoid relegation, relegation, relegation? They might. They, they might, <laughs> you might. The three R's. <laughs> I mean, I would happily do like a Mike Ashley kind of take off of the demon eyes, Tony Blair. Yeah. Mm. New Labour, New Danger. Yeah. There was yeah. a football team we played against called Demon Eyes, weren't there? They Labour were, cabinet people, yeah. yeah. I played um, against Ed Balls once. I played against James Purnell, former culture secretary, now working at the BBC, I think. 
Hang on, you played against Ed Balls? Yeah, he was definitely... At football? Yeah, I don't think I actually got on the pitch. Uh-huh. But he definitely oh. He's on the bench, again. Did he just shout Ed Balls every time? <laughs> Ed Balls! Was Ed Balls' ball! Was he playing long balls? Eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have, we, have we done the, the Tony Blair thing? Because I really want to move on to something <laughs> yeah. about I saw that from the University of Colorado. Have you seen this? Well, no, things can only get better to crack. <laughs> <laughs> I won't labour the point. Uh, University of Colorado American football game, so a college game yes. in the US this week. Um, the mascot... <laughs> Who is this? He's called Chip. I don't know what animal he is. I couldn't quite make it out. Right. Um, he basically Chipmunk? he shot himself in the cock with a t-shirt cannon. Is that did he have the, the wrong? Um, yeah, he fired the wrong, way. the wrong oh, way. Right. Blimey, but the best, thing, the best. Oh, he looked really painful. But the best thing was, obviously, he got medical attention. Mm-hmm. They came over, stretched him. They gave the t-shirt to someone else. He he wouldn't take the head off. Oh. And he didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, no, fair enough. But like, how are they going to get his head through the back door of the ambulance? He's absolutely massive. I th- mm, yeah, that's a good point. That. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to do a quick changeover. Good day at the office. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you want to see the video? Yeah, let's watch it. Why? Oh, oh, no. oh, you can yeah. just see him hitting the, hitting the deck. Yeah, it's worth checking out, ladies and gentlemen, so you can join in. It <laughs> just collapses in a massive heap <laughs> oh. with this huge head on. Oh, dear. There As promised, though, uh, we are going to talk about the Premier League and, and the Champions League mixed in. And because Shame, of those things uh, colliding, we start with Liverpool versus Southampton. Klopp's clan back in the habit mm. in the Champions League. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> going so close last season, yeah. you sort of, I did sort of wonder whether they would still have the, the bit between their teeth, but they did this seem really up for this evidently they do yeah (laughs) Yeah, I hope I'm not uh, misquoting him I don't think I am but uh, Andy Brassel on the continent this week is talking about PSG need to ship Neymar out that was the Mm. big quote on uh on the social on the, media, on the social media, and and, yeah. and strengthen the rest of the team because players PSG... are queuing up with all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they did look very disjointed, didn't they? And Liverpool uh-huh. obviously squeezed. It. I loved uh, Firmino's uh, celebration. It was yeah, nice. It was, it was brilliant. Nice. Wasn't it? Apparently, Sergio Mane before the game said, "Oh, you don't need your eye. Come yeah. on, <laughs> yeah. it's almost like it's only PSG. <laughs> so They're need. like this sort of luxury punchline. It's yeah. really strange. <laughs> You've got another eye. Um, some people on Twitter, um, Pete, were suggesting perhaps Firmino's uh, celebration was a tribute mm-hmm. to your much celebrated pop punk band One Eyed Willie. Mm. We can only dream of yeah. such a situation. Uh-huh. I think. Would you? Would you be? Uh, would Up you be endorsing him? As... Would, no. Would you want to get the band back together? I was, was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Are we? I mean, yeah. surely play, the line to play the Champions League party. We will definitely do that. Yeah. Back due to overwhelming popular yeah. demand. Yeah. Could replace the England band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd actually be in favour of that. I think Same. the drummer lives in a caravan. <laughs> <laughs> on brand, that. On brand. Justin Lee Collins would do a show getting your band back together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can't get on TV for Love No Money these no. days, but he would be up oh, for doing would that. Be very much on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, it would, yeah. Straight to YouTube classic. <laughs> yeah. Let's start with the car- caravan man. Yeah. Uh, yes, but Liverpool, great win, though. And uh, Virgil van Dijk has said they now want to win everything. And that's the mindset that the team have now. Jordan Shakiri was saying such things only the other week. And it's interesting, the vibe around that place, there yeah. just seems to be something else. In the, it's something a little bit extra going on at Absolutely. Liverpool. Absolutely. And with um, Daniel Sturridge playing so well, I mean, Klopp is obviously a sort of man motivator, but he said he's in the best shape he's ever seen him. Mm. And he took his goal very, very well. And also, if they can get Adam Lallana back, like that is some bonus squad depth there. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. nobody's even really been thinking about it. Yeah. It's early days. And, you know, we'll see if, um, if, if Sturridge can keep that form up and force himself into contention a little bit more but yeah they absolutely they look like the, the team to, to watch and the team to beat at the moment I mean mm-hmm. if they win um, if they win at the weekend that's, that's six in a row uh, which is which is rare 
uh, for, for anyone really starting starting the season so brightly. And I think, yeah, they are, they're the most fun team in the league right now. Yeah, it's lovely seeing Daniel Sturridge starting and scoring. This is a guy who was on loan at West Brom last season. He got injured. Mm. Did he even score? I don't no, he didn't. Did. Well, he said actually he uh, play, over the weekend he? that when he went to West Brom, he, he you know, worried him a lot because he realised what he would be missing from Liverpool. Mm. And I wonder if like, c- can you just get yourself up for that sort of fight? Is he the sort of player that really needs to be at the top top well, table to get the best out of himself. I remember on this show, though, Jim, when he moved to West Brom, was it in January, Marcus? I think it, it was, was yeah. yeah. I remember I th- at least one of us, it might have been me, I'm happy to take the fall for it, um, saying that's quite a good move for him <laughs> well, on paper, because he gets to play, yeah. and he can stay fit, and they needed goals badly at that point. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a move to fit all parties. And of course, the answer to your question, Jim, is we'll never really know because he couldn't stay fit. Course, yeah. um, mm. for, for Liverpool, around the turn of September, October, is when we're going to find a lot more out about them. Because so far, they've passed pretty much every test. They've gone to Spurs. They, they dominate Spurs. Oh, yeah. they, they've got a win against PSG, who, if you listen to On the Continent, which is obviously out every Wednesday and Saturday, you'll hear what the guys think about PSG's chances this season. They've still got problems, but their stated aim is to win the Champions yeah. League. Yeah. So you've got to treat them with respect. And, and just to nip in that, I know Liverpool only won 3-2 and it was an injury time winner. They were much better than PSG. They were, yeah. definitely. Mm. Liverpool, at the end of this month, they played Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. And then when the, the month turns to October, they go away to Napoli in the Champions League and then they have Man City at home. Cool. Those three games in a row, mm. when we come up the back of that, we'll probably know a bit more about this Liverpool team because they look like um, they're really at it. And just finally, before I bore everyone to tears, Klopp's record in the cup finals that we've talked about before is really poor, but he can go and win league titles. And he's yeah. done it before and there's nothing to suggest he couldn't this time. Mm. I thought going into this season, City would still be miles ahead. I've not quite changed my mind yet, but it's get. I'm getting in that postcode. Yeah, I'm getting in that area. How much of a point swing is it down to now? Well, it, it had to be what twenty five points. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that it, it, it would be a massive surprise. It would I think. be. I think you have to call it a surprise. Yeah, but they've strengthened the right areas. They mm. look, they look decent. When it's Sturridge as well, you, that Liverpool front three, we all know, is so phenomenally fantastic. Uh, but for for the three of them to go the whole season without injury in all the competitions is quite fanciful. <laughs> it is. If you have Sturridge. To come in, and that's why Shakiri can be used in one. I know it changes the sort of dynamic and all the rest of it, but for crying out loud, you, you know that that that's what the squads are there for. But Sturridge is a big plus for them. Mm. Big and again, plus. as well, Lalana. Yes, of course. Well, um, what, what, do you, what do you make yeah. of um, what do you guys make of uh, Mo Salah start of the season? Well, it, it's often the case, isn't it, when a player has such a brilliant season? I mean, look at Harry Kane. How many times do Harry Kane now? Oh, he's a one season, two season, three season, four season wonder. He now often, people accept it, don't they? Exactly, because mm. in in August he would often not score. Now he's yeah. put that to bed, hasn't he? With Salah being so fantastic last season, uh, if he doesn't suddenly hit the ground running and and, and isn't scoring in every game or mm. a couple of goals here and there, he's still getting in the positions. He's still getting the shots away he, he's off the mark uh, he, he's not looking sluggish no. it will come it's like the front, front three of Barca though isn't it if, yeah. if, if one's having a, an off day you've, you've yeah, got two to in. fill in you know yeah. what I mean yeah like, and I, I, going into that PSG game I, I sort of thought if they start with Sturridge which of course they did you wonder and I understand the situation with Firmino and his tribute to Pete's band <laughs> they, they lose a bit of um, intensity in the front three. Sturridge isn't they do. isn't that Firmino for me is the best forward without the ball in the Premier League. Oh, so yeah. you're always going to be a, you're always going to have a drop off there. Yeah. Um, but they still managed to get through it. And Sturridge should have had a couple of goals, by the way. But they, yeah, but they're going to have to learn that because again, if they want to be firing on all cylinders, you know, the Champions League, they could really prioritise that last year because they knew they weren't going to win the league. They were yeah. way off. 
uh, and they needed to get over the line to finish top four, which they did. This season is a different season. This mm. is a big test for Liverpool. I don't know. Traditionally, though, Liverpool have always taken a lot of energy from the Champions League, haven't they? Because they fear no one. Jim, they were nowhere they... in the league. Yeah, they were uh, nowhere. Of course. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm in not, terms of winning the title, I'm not I think you're both moment, right. I think you no, both. But right. I'm not for a moment suggesting that they were anywhere in the league. Uh-huh. But if they go closer this year, yeah. I think actually the Champions League will will be an advantage for them because mm-hmm. they take so much energy from it. I don't think that yes, fair that point. The fatigue yeah. will be as much of an issue as as you might think. Okay. Fair, well, it, yeah. But in in terms of resources, you're going to need a bigger squad, and I think Sturridge coming in is a bit of a plus. I mean, who knows? He may well not do much for the rest of the season. He, well, he, he, may, he may not stay match fit. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, but um, but we shall see with with Liverpool. But one player they don't have to call on um, in their ranks is Danny Ings. Of course, Danny Ings won't be available. Shame for selection for Liverpool. <laughs> uh, for Southampton against Liverpool. Sorry, either side. No, you can't play against either. <laughs> he's got he's got a vested interest in both teams, yeah. but he'll feature for neither. Oh, that would be a rule, yeah. though, wouldn't it? You 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 got to play for your parent club. Yeah. I think you should do a half and half. Yeah, now you're talking. Yeah, but um, I I watched Southampton. No one really listens to me when I talk about Southampton because they all just think I'm jealous because it's I'm a Pompey fan. It's that wanker sign you're making as you're doing. Yeah, it's true. We we get emails anyway. We got one from a very angry Chelsea fan. Oh great! I I hope hope they get beaten on the weekend so we can talk about them. Look forward to that. An early gripe. (laughs) (laughs) Save it for your section. (laughs) Someone put Pete back in his pen, please. (laughs) Put me back in the pen, but the bees can get anywhere. They go anywhere. Exactly. Um, I, I watched Southampton on Monday and I wasn't that impressed with them Hoybier's goal was amazing was, was. obviously they got a penalty as well they were pegged back by Brighton uh, who were terrible away from home um, and for Southampton to go to Anfield this weekend it's a big ask for them they're 12-1 to 1 to win um, with bet 365 £10 returns £130 including stake I don't, I don't imagine any, many people around this table if any yeah. uh, fancy Southampton to get anything there. they will have um, the, uh, the man who Danny Ings described as a battering ram Shane Long up mm. front I'm a battering ram. You know, and he's bound to score at some point. Have you seen this goal score? I think he's got two goals in his last 55 games. Yeah, Ings was defending that. He was saying, no, he's a battering ram. He's always fighting with defenders, winning headers and so on. Mm. <laughs> it's a shame we won't be seeing Ings because I think he's, he's got, what, three goals, has he, already? Mm-hmm. And I think Charlie Austin was Southampton's top scorer with seven last season. Yeah. So if they can find him, you know, if they can get him regularly scoring, it would be a very, very different season for them. Horrible season for Southampton last season. Yeah. Yeah. They can't, can't go through that again. Cardiff. Host Manchester City. A little optostat for you here. Manchester City have become the first English side in Champions League history to lose four consecutive matches in the competition. It's an unwanted <laughs> record. It's quite a surprising one as well. It is a surprising one. They were very underwhelming though. It looked like they they just didn't treat the game as seriously as perhaps they should have. Like They just thought they would just walk over Leon and Leon just stood up to them fairly Leon are a good side well they are a good side of um, course and Nabil Fekir had an excellent game I didn't watch it because I wanted to, I wanted to watch the prospective banana skin away in Man United this <laughs> and, and United by the way the, the young boys were fantastic for the first half hour or mm. so um, there's a really interesting piece from Jonathan Wilson yes. also of the On the Continent Parish uh, today about City saying that um, they've been they've been working on different ways and different systems to play against teams who they have to break down. Mm-hmm. Teams who don't come to play, basically, which, of course, is relevant to this Cardiff game this weekend. Um, against Leon, it obviously failed because um, Leon were able to... to did, did Leon score both their goals on like, the break? Yeah, against him? So, yeah. Okay, fine. And it, it, um, Man City sort of gave the ball away a little bit. Delft should have cleared for the first. Mm-hmm. But one of the things Jonathan said about this City situation is that with with the type of football Guardiola plays, you wonder whether the players become supplicants to the system at all costs. And he used an example of it, which I really enjoyed, which was um, Johan Cruyff f- feeling that his players were too much like 
um, replicants, too much light, just mm-hmm. doing, the, just slaves to the system. Yeah. So he brought in Hristo Stoichkov as a, as, as a Malaleche, the bad milk, yeah. to basically just mix it up yeah. and, and give him a bit of flair, give him a little bit of instinctive quality yeah. um, to, to keep everyone on their toes. I think Guardiola tried that with Ibrahimovic. Yeah, yeah, I think he might have done. And Failed. I think he should do it with Man City. I think he should try and sign... Um, Some literal bad milk. Get, get Diego Bal- Costa. Get Balotelli yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, so, really they, inter- um, that's a very interesting point, actually. Give um, be- Arteta the job. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, but, but uh, some of the Barcelona players under Guardiola said that when he left, of course, and the new manager, was it um, Martino? Tata? No, it was um, Villan- uh, Villanova. Yeah. yeah, and then I think when, but he was very much um, Guardiola's number two. That's right. Like, yeah. And they all shuffled up. When Martino, I think it was Tata Martino came in, I think it was him, PK said, oh, now we've got a plan B. Mm. Which seems an odd thing to say, considering the success they had. Yeah. Well, they didn't need one, did they? No, they didn't, but it... But it's strange that he highlighted that. He said, it was a kind of, oh, well, luckily now we have a plan B, which which does suggest, despite the success and the football they played, that there could be um, an element of truth in what uh, what you just said there well, about what Jonathan Wilson They need a Fellaini. I hope I haven't, haven't misquoted Jonathan. It won't be the first time. But it's pre- pretty, sure, pretty sure that's what he said. Cardiff, on the other side of the ledger, Cardiff need to start picking up points. Now, they're probably not going to do it this weekend, but after this, well. they've got Burnley at home, They've got Fulham at home coming up. They've got Leicester and Brighton at home coming up. Our Wolves coming home, uh, coming up at home. They play all those games in like the first half of the season. Mm. I mean, if they don't get out of those ones with some points, you really worry for them because they, they find it very hard to score. Will there be a bigger grin in the land than on Neil Warnock's face if he manages to frustrate oh, Guardiola? It would be Man brilliant City. if if Cardiff just get anything out of this yeah, game. Yeah, be class. Neil Warnock's post match interview alone will oh, make it worth oh, it. There'll, there'll be DVDs of that. It'll be oh brilliant. yeah. Definitely, I, and I'll buy one, yeah. I, <laughs> even though I haven't got a DVD player. I think uh, Man City might return to form in this match, yeah. because I have a long-standing gripe with Cardiff being rubbish and violent, so uh, yeah. we'll say that one pans out. Do yeah, you I, think that the crosses and the balls will be raining into <laughs> that Manchester City penalty area? I don't They've think got they're going to see the Or will they not get a touch? <laughs> yeah. Give it to Murphy, whip it in, thank you. Yeah, if they do rain balls down, City's umbrellas will be able to cope with it. <laughs> All right. Um, Jim, you talk <laughs> about a look on your face where you suggest there's going to be an upset. I, I don't think there is going to be an upset. I think Cardiff are going to be absolutely destroyed. Can you sniff it in the air, Marcus? I don't know. There's something in the air. I don't know if really? it's that or Pete's aftershave. Yeah. Oh, but uh, it's a lovely. Uh, you scent. started with the, the, it's the, the, a lovely the R, scent. and I'll take it. <laughs> Jim, you know earlier you said about releasing the DVD. Mm-hmm. If we cross straight now live to our technology correspondent, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do do football clubs still release DVDs or was it like a Blu-ray? No, I think. Now? But um, somebody was telling me that you know, remember when people criticise Spurs for releasing a couple of um, ones on DVD when they like drew a match or whatever. Four all with Arsenal, I think. It yeah, is. apparently they used to just do that. They just used to do that anyway, like for every match, home and away. Oh, so you could just buy it. So it makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense uh, right. it? yeah. Okay. Well, we lost two one away to West Brom. You can. You buy can it have it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not one of our best sellers. Right. Right. Yeah, I'd love to see what the sales figures for those. Yeah. are. Yeah, like highest and lowest. If are. anyone works at Spurs, feel free to wiki leak that to us. Well, listen. <laughs> Based on some leaked reports about their new stadium today, which may or may not be true, right. it's an absolute shit show. <laughs> so what's going on, what's going on then? I'll send, I'll send you a link later. Oh. I, I only skim read it, but it looks like um, January. There's a lot of lot of poor communication going on amongst all the different subcontractors. Oh, is that what that? There are probably loads of Arsenal shirts buried in it. Yeah, but that's, definitely aren't. That's but, always, you know, the, always, always the, the rumour. Yeah. I, I, I think people just need to remember that stayed, st- building stadiums is quite difficult. Yeah, hard. It's <laughs> it's tough. There's there's metal and cement and mm-hmm. wires. Building this studio was hard enough. And you did, an, e- you did an excellent chapter on the stadiums <laughs> in the Football Ramble book, of course, I did. Big that's bit out, on uh, that's out of print. disability uh, access as well. So yeah. let's hope that um, Spurs... I think Spurs uh, historically always had a very good rating for that kind of thing. So long may that continue. Long may it continue. And now it's time... Oh, Luke, you were going to say... I was going to say Cardiff... 
I just thought I'd mention it because you guys were talking about an upset. And Go Marcus, on, give me the odds, brother. Upset. Marcus, you haven't got the stones to commit to it on air, but I know you're sniffing <laughs> an upset. You I are think, sniffing I think, it out. I think they're going to get a draw. It's Cardiff. my arster, chef. <laughs> all right, I'll, one all. Cardiff are 14 oh. to 1 to give Man City uh, a whooping. A whooping. And emerge oh. victorious. £10 with Bet365 returns £150 including the stake. That's if Cardiff win, though. I said, oh, yeah, I never said a whooping. No. no one you're all. going for a draw. Who, who do you think is going to get the One goals? all or a Cardiff loss. <laughs> Stick your neck out. Right, let's go to Pete's bonnet. It's time for emails with Peteman. It is time Might for I emails. start, Peter? Yeah, of course you can, baby. Because I, <laughs> that's the kindest thing baby, you've ever, ever said to me. It's not Pete's emails anymore, it's Pete's bonnet. Pete's bonnet. bonnet. Well, yeah, I'm gonna, you can pop the bonnet on I'm for a bit. I'm going to climb in there yeah. and, uh, <laughs> bees in it. and do some much-needed mechanical work. Don't, fla- don't f- sort of flare around at the bees, just let them get on with it. I mm. have received much correspondence from this uh, from from our good listeners and it's a croach a croach it's a quote from peter crouch okay, okay right, and it yeah. simply says this we got back from an england game one night i just peeked into the bar i heard some music sven was on the piano tickling the ivories and Todd was on the accordion Todd was amazing <laughs> <laughs> tickling the ivories i love it of course they've got like was. a little lounge combo Todd was amazing that is i mean come on imagine come sven, on imagine sven Back to the entrance, so Peter Crouch walks in. Sven's just tink- tinkling away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, leans over. Peter, come over. Yeah, come over. Yeah, no, bring them with you. Peter's in a, a sexy chiffon number. Yeah. Yeah. He gets up on the grand piano. Oh. Might be how he met Abby Clancy. Could be <laughs> surrounded by that. She's strictly come dancing. Yeah. She's doing that. <laughs> to true. be fair, one of the few instruments that you do play with a grip is an accordion. Yeah, called <laughs> grip. That's why so it's called grip. grip. Perfectly. Yeah. What Nomina- else? Nominative determinism. What else was Sven tickling? Yeah, uh, Peter vaginas. Goes, <laughs> is that what you're suggesting, Marcus? Clitoris. <laughs> he always Be dances. bold about it, yeah, Marcus. He always dances around it, doesn't around he? It. He's like a proper I, sports commentator. Hang on, giggling away. I asked the when question when someone says about a willy or a googly or something. I don't know what they talk about. <laughs> what are you talking about googly in cricket. Yeah, Wait, you can imagine Sven, Peter saying to Sven, Todd's really good on that accordion, yeah." I know. He's great. He's great. He's great. Great grip. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, Peter. Tickle away. Hello to uh, Jamie from Exeter. You discussed on Monday how someone threw a pie at the Stoke game. A lot of food chat in the emails uh, this yeah, weekend. Unacceptable behaviour. Uh, unacceptable to him. It gets more unacceptable. I'm uh, Well, in the same Twitter thread, you missed a corker. According to one fan, it's not pies we should be worried about. It's wagon wheels. I have attached a screenshot for good measure. Um, I agree, says Anthony Dent on Twitter. Only a matter of time before a kid is blinded. At a game last season, I saw a little lad take a wagon wheel full in the face. Yeah. That's, that's a sore how one. You, how would you? They're quite. I imagine they're no quite give. good as a projectile because you no can give spin them like a wheels. disc. Well, would you spin them like a disc, sort of like <laughs> yeah, I would, vertically I'd or horizon- I'd horizontally? Horizontally. That would yeah. that would worry that I would get like the, the sharp corner of the plastic in someone's eye. You there's, shouldn't. You shouldn't be discussing this, gentlemen. There's only no, one place. Un-fullamish. There's only one place a jammy wagon wheel's going, and that's in my belly. I throw that into my belly. One of the caramel ones and all. I don't like them. I don't dig those. Surely, surely you'd unsheathe it before you threw it. Yeah, that you, was you'd, funnier you'd take that away way, the it? risk of the plastic. Yeah. yeah, what are you going to do with the plastic? Put it in your pocket. Evidence, yeah. I mean, it's evidence. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is it. This is disgusting. Uh, Martin, uh, <laughs> Martin's uh, once of Newcastle now in Leeds. Uh, hi, chaps. Love the show. Uh, there's been a bit of chat recently about pies being thrown. Uh, I would like to confess of being part of a similarly unsavoury incident. Literally unsavoury in this case. Uh, early uh, January 2004, Southampton versus Newcastle in an FA Cup third round at St Mary's. Evening kickoff, so plenty of time for drinking on the train down oy, oy. and around town. Uh, on the walk to the ground, feeling peckish, one of our group, to remain na- nameless, but let's call him Barry, uh, popped into a newsagent's and came out with a, an entire strawberry Vionetta. 
That sounds like a sort of thing a Barry would do, actually. Um, so, having ploughed through roughly half of the ice cream log in the freezing cold, arriving at the stadium, Barry, in inverted commas, with his tucked, hands tucked, on his own, took the. I suppose you would use the packet like a, uh, like, a like a massive chocolate. Yeah. yeah, like a big Viennetta choc ice. Presumably, yeah. they didn't have any Arctic rolls, but like strawberry flavored. Yeah, um, yeah. They arrived at the stadium. Uh, he took the rest of the Viennetta under his oh. coat and entered through the turnstiles. Safely sat in our seats about ten minutes into the game. Barry decided after a couple more bites that he'd had enough, so he just launched it. And the home fans hitting a, a lady uh, squarely in the face. I don't like Barry. No, no. But and this is a big but. If I was going to be hit by something food related at a football game, mm. I'll take a Viennetta over a hot pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so definitely. It's not as bad as a pie. No, yeah. it's not. It's better a... than a wagon wheel. But, but no, not as bad. no, a wagon wheel. I'd go wagon wheel, Viennetta but pie. No, but the, wagon, yeah, the, the wagon wheel's the best though, because on a cold day you don't want a face full of ice cream. No, no. But, but Viennetta, it depends. It's not going to As hurt. soon as you get out of the packet, yeah. it starts to melt. Anyway, the only thing that would be hard would be the crisp chocolate mm. shell. And they can be quite strawberry. sharp. Yeah. They can you be could quite get sharp. a shard of strawberry the in wagon the wheel, fist. There's no giving a wagon wheel. That, yeah. is, that is dangerous. Notice that Luke is uh, defending the person who threw it because it was in the face of a Southampton fan. I'm not... <laughs> You, got, you can't tell me. In the me. third round of the FA Cup. I, almost, I don't even know what year it was. I was guaranteeing Newcastle did not get through that fixture. Yeah, you can't tell so me. So enjoy yourself while it lasts, guys. All I will say is this. Don't food right. fight it. No, football. I don't endorse it, but you cannot sit here in all consciousness and tell me that seeing a Southampton fan with an ice cream in their face isn't funny. That's not funny. I can't. All right, <laughs> all right fine. fine. Not funny. All right, fine. I'm on my own. I, I may have admitted to us that uh, the one was rather elderly. Oh, okay. Oh, in dear. which case, I don't endorse it either. Oh, look, really? Newcastle yeah. won 3-0. There you go. Yay. You're probably there, were you? No, not in 2004. Ah, no. Viennetta all round. Kieran Dyer <laughs> scoring. There we go. There we Dyer are. fires home from Hughes's cross. Any more 24, emails? Aaron Any more Hughes. emails? Peter. Robert drilling left foot Peter. shot past uh, Naomi. <laughs> and also a fine individual goal from Dyer seals victory. Reset him. <laughs> <laughs> get off my iPad. <laughs> Any uh, more emails, no, Peter? No, no more emails. All Let's right. get out of here. All right, press the button then. What? Back in a moment. It's an ad break now, as on oh. your running order. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. Just press you on it. that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just do a bit of tickle. Yeah, yeah go on, tickle it now. Pause. Come on, pause. Yeah, I'm going to press the right one, it. Squeeze, Squeeze it. Squeeze it. Like <laughs> ivory. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Keegan, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Hey, look at that guy. Let's yeah. not have Keggy around with Viennitas flying around. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to it down his pants and all sorts. <laughs> oh, dear. If a man chooses to enjoy himself like that, do not oh. kink shame. Yeah. Oh, it's I... gone all over the deeds of my house. And it's so ineligible. <laughs> Jim, whenever I hear that jingle, I end up, after that, I'm going to hear, Hi, I'm Kevin Keegan, and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Smash. Kev? Kev? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Manchester United, they've got a good win at Young Boys. Yes, young boys, watch the game. you are beautiful. <laughs> young boys. Young yeah. boys, young boys. Young boys. Never lose it. Unless 
uh, they would play against Man United. Exactly. I watched the game. I was expecting, uh, or half expecting, I suppose I'm doing nothing here to de- to sort of uh, deny the, the the myth around the show that we all hate Jose Mourinho. <laughs> we don't hate no, him. No, but I thought there's a chance of a, of a, of a banana skin yeah. here. No mm-hmm. chance. So I watched it. Young boys started very well. United obviously were able to sort of get there in the end, and, and really towards the end it was it was fairly easy for them. What about but, the artificial grass, Luke? Yes, and and I wondered initially if that was even possible in the Champions League, but I suppose it is. Mourinho asked the same question, and it's mm. a fair question. Yeah, absolutely. You would, we, you know, you're not used to seeing that in Europe. So, Pete, there was a right back for young boys called Mbabu, who apparently used to play for Newcastle. Oh, I don't And he was remember. very oh, good. Oh, yes, yes, yes. He's yes. very fast. Yeah, as with a lot of uh, Newcastle experts, is they play until they're 18, then, they go, then there's a tipping point where they're like, oh, stay with us and you'll get a game, and they never do. Mm. <laughs> then they bugger off. He's playing the Champions League now, so... Good. He is, yeah. But yeah. it was a good win for Manchester United. And uh, Paul Pogba... Had a, had, had a good time. Really that first goal, game. It was, exactly. Not that. for the first period, though. I have, to, I have to disagree with that. For the first 20 or so minutes, they were young boys were the better team. And Pogba found it hard to get a foot on in the game. Now, obviously, I understand later on he, he was able to... to for the to first 20-odd his... minutes, he may well have done. Yeah. But he got two goals and an assist. He did. Had the I last laugh. I can't deny laugh. that. I can't <laughs> deny <laughs> that. He had the last laugh. Yeah. And, and the way he played as he... As he grew into the game the first goal was, was beautiful he dispatched the penalty the keeper got a hand to it and the way he set up the second uh, the third sorry uh, Jim this is, we, we're seeing Pogba play a bit more you know which is good yeah well, uh, true of Lukaku as well I suppose with the, with the mm. second goal or, or his first goal rather and you know that's not really a criticism that's been levelled at him but is the problem that it you know they are a much better side than young boys you know, oh, yeah. we're not seeing enough of this of in, course. in the bigger games maybe. Exactly. but Pogba you know he started the season very well there's been a lot of rumours about he and, he and Jose Mourinho's relationship and who knows how true that is but it doesn't seem to be a problem now does it which is no, nice it happens enough. quite it's, these things tend to sort of disappear quite quickly in yeah. football because there's so many games so often that all of a sudden you're the mm. thing is though Jim it's right as you are if they lose at home to Wolves at the weekend and Pogba is subbed off it'll start yeah again. absolutely yeah mm, absolutely did we enjoy the fact that young boys watered the pitch it's to keep it. 3G pitches you play on, they'll be watered. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. you are, they're, don't they? They've always, always got a bit of wet on them. It's, just get, it's, it's to get the ball going. It's not no, I understand, but it's, it's quite funny to water an artificial surface. I, I suppose so, yeah. Mm-hmm. In one mm-hmm. level, it feels a bit futile, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, to, it's to get yeah, the ball zipping I would enjoy it if um, flower, little plastic flowers came out of it if you mm-hmm. watered it. That would be very nice, Pete, wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be nice? Must be nice living in your world. Why don't they plant on the goal line, and well, basically all the white lines on a pitch, why don't they put little daisies in there? <laughs> Get off! <laughs> I'm, try- I'm trying to make the the the, the, the game more magical. You are just, indeed, and you just want to put Tony Blair at the head of it. <laughs> Problem is though, yeah, why, don't we, why don't we invade hockey and Wait. find some weapons of mass destruction? Wait, the Blair Pitch Project. Yeah. The Blair Pitch Project. <laughs> Problem is, Pete, if you have plastic flowers all over the pitch, you can have plastic bees buzzing around. That's oh, true. They'll just get in your, right bonnet. In your bonnet. I'll be around collecting them in my bonnet. bonnet. Uh, but, but in all seriousness, for one second, Wolves will see Man United at home, um, playing in Old Trafford and they'll see what happened in the Leicester game, which I know United were able to win, but Leicester mm-hmm. were pretty decent. They'll see them getting pumped by Spurs. And they'll say, this is what we did against Man City. Mm. We're playing some nice football at the moment. And they'll fancy it. I think yeah. they will fancy it. I watched them against Burnley and they were far better than the 1-0 scoreline. Definitely. Oh, Hart was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, they were much better. They were by far the better teams. Yeah. I completely agree. I think they'll go at them. And I think it's going to be a really good game for that reason. It's interesting with Wolves. that They they are a newly promoted side, of course. They're not playing like no, one. They don't, they, they don't feel like one, well, do because they? Because a lot of their players... I mean, they, 
Moutinho, for crying yeah, out loud. Absolutely. I mean, this is a Champions League player, really. Yeah. Rui Patricio. I'm, These players are used to playing in the top tier for big sides. And they're and some, not all of them, then. but... So. They haven't lost for a month now. Yeah. yeah. They, I, I just should say, Luke, Wolves Ducks going to, to, to Manchester United, they yeah. will think to themselves, we can get something It's like interesting this. as well, because they're not generally this, that sort of profile of team, are they? If, no. Villa, if Villa came up next season and started mm. really well, it wouldn't seem that unusual, because they're used to being in the Premier League. But Wolves have never really been a, a team of that stature. They've been up and down no. and quite well, often. spent a long time in the time of the Championship. The Portuguese uh, revolution, yeah. would you call mm, connection. it? Connection. Well, if you yeah. think this game will be a cagey affair, under two and a half goals is evens with Bet365, so £10 will return £20, including stake. I wish this game was on TV, I have to be honest, but I think it's at three o'clock on Saturday, sadly. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Burnley host Bournemouth, bottom of the league, Burnley play fifth placed Bournemouth. Burnley now, at this point for this weekend, need to take a shit or get off the pot. Absolutely. Because they are in big trouble. They really are. And this is a... It's a bit of a nightmare fixture in a, in a sense, isn't it? Given how uh, given how well Bournemouth are well, playing, yeah. and the, the tails are very much up. But that, it's actually that, at the same time, is that and is that a chance for Dice to go? Look, these guys are going to come here expecting a win. They're full of confidence. Let's blunt that, and then you know, let's let's well, that's how they do. Let's it. state our own case. Um, but I, I think even if they were playing like you know, I'm trying to think of, if they were playing like Cardiff or something, I think it'd still be a massive banana skin. Because when you're playing like that, when you're playing within mm. yourselves, and you and you just can't pick up points, like no, yeah, no matches well, is a good match. To Earthworm play. Sean was doing that thing that Marcus was talking about at the start of the season. He did that again in after their last game. Where he said, "Oh yeah, well everyone just talks about the fact that we got Europa League, and so it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy." Which, as you said at the time, I completely agree. It's just a weird thing to say. Yeah, you, you need to you need to motivate your team and focus your team's resources on on winning games. I don't think you can realistically say, "Look, let's get it right." If Burnley get relegated this season, Sean Dyche won't lose his job. No, uh, and, and I don't think there's much danger of that at all. No, and, and it, it would and, have to be spectacularly, and, yeah, uh, and, a spectacular relegation. Exactly, and he would still be, I think, as well. I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say he'll still be applauded for his achievements. Oh yeah, club. but it's not really acceptable for him to start hiding behind this idea that oh, the only reason they're struggling in the league, or one of the main reasons they're struggling in the league, is because everyone else has decided that they're struggling. I know what you mean. It's just a weird yeah. thing to say. It is a funny one. At the start of the Burnley chat, you said they need to need to take a jobby or get off the pot. I did. I said shit. You did yeah, say yeah, shit. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I understand if they if they do indeed defecate, <laughs> right? So that's obviously to sort of win the game. Yeah. What, what's the other option? They just sort of go. Ah, do you know what? We're, we're, we're going to drop out the league. Yeah. Yeah. Let someone else have a go. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In hindsight, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Well, they have Stephen DeFour to come back soon, don't they? Which will be a you know, much-needed injection of quality. So yeah. Well, hopefully it, they can get themselves going a bit. Burn, Bournemouth, Burn, Burnley's yeah. transfers out have all been like either releases or free transfers. <laughs> not made any money from people no. leaving. So they've not sold any, you know... Wage big, bill, big mate. Wage bill. Well, wage bill. Um, they've not sold any big players. So the, 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 the nucleus of the team should still be there. So. Yeah. Get it together, Burnley. Get it I, th- I think they lost this game at home last season as well. Burnley, oh. I think they lost two Yeah, but that doesn't count, mate. It's a new season. Yeah. They've, they've <laughs> still got to play it again. Doesn't ever count. No, you can't just have that. No, we'll take that one. No, no, no I'm yeah. afraid not. Uh, Bournemouth have, have been playing some good stuff this season. Eddie Howe's men have, have started quite superbly, really. Um, they finished 12th last season, missed out on 10th, only on goal difference. Of course, 10th place, Peter, was... Uh, what a nice place to be Newcastle United <laughs> oh right last sorry season. Yeah, uh, yeah and last season they started terribly they, they lost a number of games early on but they got 10 points from 5 matches yeah. only Man City Chelsea and Liverpool have scored more than them this season thus far mm. they do concede a few goals that um, actually in itself though shows that you know Sean Deutsch, Sean Deutsch, Sean Deutsch is perhaps right to just sort of seal this as folly because Bournemouth you know they, they were fine they could have easily finished 10th and they had a terrible start to the season. Burnley have had similar. There's yeah. a long way to go. Well, yet. the thing is, Jim, I might have said this already this season, but if I have, forgive me. 
But the reality is there's no mid-table in the Premier League anymore. Mm. You've got the top six and then you've probably got Everton. After that, any three can be relegated. Yeah. There's no there's no team, possibly possibly Leicester, them aside. Well, Wolves will fancy that mid-table. Yeah, but what I'm saying is there's no team you can sit there outside of the top six and if you had Everton in there, that leaves you 13 teams left. No one around this table can look at any one of those and go, they'll definitely be safe. So that's why the start Bournemouth have had, how are we thinking? Bloody hell, guys. Yeah, we can, be, we we can, can finish 7th or 8th. Yeah. Imagine if Bournemouth finished 7th or 8th in the league. Yeah, it'd be, be phenomenal. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal. And then, um, you know, I mean, they've, they've got... The things with Bournemouth, they've got an exciting side. And they've got some players who've been there for a little while and they've, they've added one or two. But there's a bit of excitement. There's a bit of enthusiasm. There's a bit of energy. They're scoring goals. You compare that to Burnley, who, of course, that's who they're playing against. Mm. Uh, Eddie Howe's old team, lest we forget. It's markedly different situations. Started poorly, not scoring goals. The shoulders are sunk and so on. Dyche has got to really try and turn this around. I mean, I suppose the plus points for Burnley is Hart did have a good game against Wolves and, 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 yeah. has, and has done okay. And Tarkovsky's still um, putting in some decent performances at the back. He's their but, top scorer. <laughs> well, you know, that sells its own story, but they need something. They haven't got goals in their team. We we said that over and over again last season. They scored fewer than the goal of the game last year. Mm. Who's given them goals this year? Well, now they're shipping goals. Now they're losing yeah, goals. And it, exactly. Yeah. It puts you under a lot of pressure. Indeed. Um, you know, um, Burnley are 15-8 to eight to, to get off the mark and record their first win of the season. £10 with bet 365 returns. £28.75, including stake. Dyche is not stupid. He will see this game and think, right. Yeah. Come along, Back chaps. on track. It's time to win. He's probably thought that about every game. Yes. <laughs> speaking, of, hard speaking of winning, let's have the best bet with Bet365, Luke Moore. Who's sat in that hot seat over there, guys? Mm. I'm pointing to it now. No, oh, no one. You don't recognise him. Yeah, it's because you don't recognise him. It's Andy Duncan. Andy ah. Duncan. And he's emailed back in and he said, Chuff to be back in the hot seat oh. for a second week after United, Man United, of course. Don't say that when Pete's around. Yeah, get uh, out. Did the business on Saturday. This week I've plumped for Leicester to get back on track following their aberration at Bournemouth. Wes Morgan's suspension might actually be a blessing in disguise as it should allow Claude Puel to bring Johnny Evans into the team mm. and he and Maguire look to have a, the complementary skills to make a top set about partnership. I think that's a fair comment, actually. I think so, yeah. Um, alongside this, Jamie Vardy will be desperate to get scoring again after his ban and I don't think he quite got the praise he deserved for scoring 20 goals in the, in the league last season, mm. uh, even though Leicester's season was a bit mixed. So my best bet is Jamie Vardy to score any time and Leicester to beat Huddersfield. It's a good bet. Currently 8-5 to five via Bet365. Excellent bet builder function, so do check that out. Um, and £50 this year outcome with Bet365 will return £130, including stake, with all proceeds going to Prostate Cancer UK. You must be over the age of 18 to gamble, and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, go to begambleaware.org. That's Jamie Vardy to score any time in the game and Leicester to beat Huddersfield. I think we could see Andy slam Duncan back into the chair. Yeah, next, I, next, I certainly hope week. so. How yeah. good would it be to get before the end of September mm-hmm. to get an ORE and on yeah. the mix, get him up really, on the wall in the yeah. studio? It'll be class. It'd be fantastic. Oh, it? it wouldn't, wouldn't it? Just wouldn't it? Um, mm. Just uh, now, then let's see what Luke's been asking the listeners this week. Well, I got involved in this this week because I saw. I don't know if you guys have read this that Space Jam Two is being made. <laughs> what? This is the first I've heard of that. It's a no, sequel to Space Jam Two. Um, Space Jam 3 yeah. no sequel to Space Jam <laughs> sorry there's a sequel to Space Jam called that's how it works isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah 2 comes after 1 doesn't it uh, and Le- LeBron James is playing the Michael Jordan nah, okay. perfect so they got me thinking if there was a football version um, who would you have as the Michael Jordan character no uh, Pat Buckler says Sergio Baskets nice <laughs> see where this is going already yeah. Alan, Alan Basketball Edward Man- <laughs> Alan Basketball's a good shout yeah. Jordan Pickford Ed- Edward doesn't make any sense just Jordan, Jordan. oh yeah okay. Jordan like Pickford. for like say yeah. Air Jordan Pickford <laughs> yeah do it again 
Um, Air Jordan picks Good one. Skills. Yeah. Good one. Just yeah. do it. Edward uh-huh. Mancy on Facebook says, Peter Crouch is tall. Andy Carroll is also tall. One of them. <laughs> it's good. Slam Duncan Ferguson. I'll, I'll finish with Andy Cumello who says, Lewis Dunk. Lewis oh, Dunk. Oh, there we go. That was worth it, guys. That yeah. was worth doing yeah. that section. There we go. This week. Lovely. Not always, I admit. And now it's time. No. <laughs> Not yet. I was just no. thinking of one. He's I was just, just thinking, thinking of one. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Is it time for going for gold yet? Yeah. yeah. We can yeah. think of more. Net. net. I'm thinking of net, net. as well. Net. I just can't get net. anything. Net yeah. Pittman. Who? Net, net Pittman. Pittman. Net Pittman. Net Pittman. There we go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And now it's time <laughs> for going. Oh, net three pointman. <laughs> <laughs> That's dreadful. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, there we go. And now it's time for going for gold. Um, yeah. Press the button. Tickle your ivories. Why do we have to say it every show? Press the button. So, the heat is on. Fuck it. The time is right. Still not shortened it. We'll be there in a minute. Sorry, did you want to shorten it? No. Then we go again. Respect it. Wank up. Don't play it again. If you interrupt the going for gold <laughs> theme tune again, Marcus Speller. If you don't tickle those <laughs> ivories. Repete. <laughs> We're going to go for the rewind as a pirate radio station might demand. Yeah, shout out. Oh, yeah, Rob. Yeah. Rob with the clues this week. Are we having, mm. are we having bed or no bed? No bed. Okay. No oh, bed. Oh, oh, we need oh. the vote. We need a vote, don't we? Yeah, mm. I vote for bed. I vote no bed. Mm. Jim? Uh, weren't we going to put the vote to the... Listen. The listeners, yeah, not yeah. us. All right, okay, we'll do that later. Yeah. <laughs> now we're no, we have no bed. I keep forgetting. No bed. Okay, cool. Uh, Rob came up with the clues for this one. Jim, you've been off, Jim, you got off the mark last week, didn't I you? I did. Yeah. Mm. There we go. Pressure's so, off him. So Jim's got one. Luke's I've got three. Got Marcus has got three. Everybody <gasps> in the three. So one, somebody three. could put. So Luke or Marcus could pull ahead. Jim yeah. could uh, achieve almost parity. Yeah, he could. <laughs> I was born on the 18th of January, 1961. Oh. What makes him okay? Stop. Glenn Hoddle. Incorrect. Don't mind that shout. Yeah, 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 good one, yeah. Sounds about right, yeah. In my 20-year playing career, I played for clubs such as Manchester United, Manchester City and Everton. Stop. Dennis Law. Incorrect. Dennis Law is not 57. <laughs> no. uh-huh. I'm not good at math. Thank you for the tip. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was initially turned down by my boyhood club before going on to spend three spells there. And the club was? <laughs> I can't. I can get the. I can get players around that age, but I can't think of anyone who played for United and City. That's tough. Carry on. I played fifty-nine times for my country, scoring nine times. Stop. No. I was going to say Andy Cole. It's not Andy Bloody. Stop. Cole. Uh, Ridiculous. Brian Robson. Incorrect. Andy Cole, Gordon Bennett. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nodding in Marcus's direction. That direction, I'm saying. What? You can't be giving well, clues don't do that. that. Don't bonus yeah. clues. You've all got access to the clue I just did. Yeah, but why are you nodding in people's direction? I'm just nodding in people's it doesn't direction. doesn't make any sense. doesn't mean anything. Carry on. Just nodding. Jim's fuming. Carry <laughs> yeah. on. Um, in 1987, I set a record transfer fee in the English game. Oh. St- stop. It's not Mark Hughes, is it? Incorrect. Uh. <clears throat> in 1987, when playing as West Ham, 
I ended the game as a stand-in goalkeeper. I conceded three goals and we lost the game 8-1. <laughs> Stop. Graham Sharp? Incorrect. I thought old Sharpie. This is a tough one for Yeah, some it really reason. is. Yeah, you might get your first point on the ball you here, might. pal. I doubt it. Uh, I scored four goals for England against Aylesbury United in a warm-up match for the 1988 European Championships. This is a bit before my time, really. Yeah. Stop. Terry Fenwick? Incorrect. He's a centre-back. Oh, yeah, so he is. Yeah. I had a video game named after me in 1988. Stop. Is it uh, Peter Reid? Incorrect. Oh, God. Peter Reid's football. Stop. Come on now. No. You've got to guess. Oh, Emlyn Hughes, it's not right. Incorrect. He, I know he's got he a, did game have a game. Named he did have a game, yeah. <laughs> Jim, did you have one in the locker there? I was going to say stop Peter Beardsley, but it's. It's Peter Beardsley, Jim Gunner! Well done, Jim. He's for Man United and Man City. Yeah, he started, he did. Didn't he start off at Man United yeah, very early played, in his career? I think he did one match. I think yeah. he didn't play That's what throws you, see, because oh, yeah. it was Peter Beardsley. I admitted, he, his clue actually said in my 20 year playing career, I played for Man United, Manchester City, Everton, and Liverpool, the only person to do so, but mm. I thought the Liverpool might give it away. A bit Probably would have yeah. done, yeah. yeah. I'd have got it instantly. Oh. So you edited the clues yourself, though? Yeah. Yeah. I did, yeah, on the phone. Oh, well done, mate. Well done, mate. Yeah. It's a big step forward for you. That's why I was nodding in Marcus's direction. We said Andy Cole, because he obviously was a great striking partner with Andy Cole. You shouldn't be doing that. Noddy, nod, nod. Noddy, nod, 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 nod. Pete Noddleson, stop it. I'm going to nod off in a minute. You don't escape the shot. It's all right. You're like that millionaire cheat. Yeah, you are. The coffin man. Major thingy. I can't remember. Major thingy. I remember what his what his million pound question was. Do you remember what it was? No, it was a one followed by 25 zeros. It's called a what? And the correct answer was a Google. A Google. got it. And I maintain to this day, if he had just taken half a million, nothing would ever have been said. He was like Icarus. He flew too close to the sun. He did indeed. Although unlike Icarus, he got lots of money. Yeah, for a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah, hopefully spent it before they got it. <laughs> well, so there we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening I to would, the preview show, sponsored would... by Bet365. Let me just get that in before yes, you start babbling away, get... Donaldson. Marcus, just take us out of it. I'll press when, the button if I have to. I mean, presumably Icarus was Earth-based when Say he flew goodbye, too Moore. close to the sun. He had waxy yeah. wings. I'm saying that the sun is also implicit in the blame because... I don't think anyone's, not, I don't think anyone's yeah. saying because the sun is blameless. Goodbye, because the sun's location very much goodbye. dictates... Say that... goodbye, Jim Campbell. It's no, I want to hear more. At oh, certain Jim. parts of the day, it would not be as quite as a violent reaction. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. what? Are, sorry, what are you saying? If no. the sun was on the other side of the Earth, Icarus would not have burnt his wings. It so would have been night on it at night. So it's yeah. the Earth and the sun's fault. Jim, say goodbye. Goodbye, yeah. Peter. The heat is on, <laughs> and it's goodbye from me, everybody. See you next week, Icarus. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com